Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, well, the, the Department of Defense is doing a lousy job tracking UFOs. Uh, and that, my friends, is according to the Department of Defense Inspector General. Uh, there was a report that was uh, made public uh, just today. Uh, some of you probably have heard about this by now. And uh, it was from the. It was actually released last August, but it wasn't made public until today. And uh, the Department of Defense internal uh, inspector general uh, says that the uh, efforts of the Department of Defense to uh, track UA, UAP is uncoordinated. So basically, they're doing a lackluster job, uh, and this has been going on for a long time. Uh, I have an article here from Politico that I'm going to talk about in a little bit, as well as uh, the press release from the, the uh, Department of Defense Inspector General, uh, Robert P. Storch. And uh, this is what it says in the press release. It says, uh, Storch announced today that the Department of Defense Office of Inspector General released an unclassified summary of the previously issued classified report, Evaluation of the DOD's Actions Regarding Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena. The report reviewed the, the extent to which the DOD, military services, defense agencies, and military department counterintelligence organizations took intelligence, counterintelligence, and force protection actions to detect, report, collect, analyze, and identify unidentified anomalous phenomena, or UAP. And it says here, given the significant public interest in how the DOD is addressing UAP, we are releasing this unclassified summary to be as transparent as possible with the American people about our oversight work on this important issue. As the unclassified summary explains, the DOD OIG found that the Department of Defense does not have a comprehensive, coordinated approach to address UAP. For example, the Department of Defense Inspector General determined that DOD components developed varying processes to collect, analyze, and identify UAP incidents. The Inspector General also found that DOD's lack of a comprehensive, coordinated approach to address UAP may pose a threat to military forces and national security. For instance, the Inspector General determined that the DOD has no overarching UAP policy and, as a result, it lacks assurance that national security and flight safety threats to the United States from UAP have been identified and mitigated. Uh, then they came, they actually, uh, there's, there's, there's a report, and in that report they made 11 uh, recommendations on how they could fix this. Uh, but it's actually amazing uh, that there's that this is coming out now. When you really think about it, uh, you know, I, I, there was a lot of people who suspected the reason that Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, uh, the former director of the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, there's a lot of people suspected uh, in the UFO community that the reason he's been on this uh, disinformation tour that we've been talking about on here is because uh, of the impending. Uh, op-ed from David Grush that's going to be published at, uh, very soon in the near, very near future and that was in a way, a way to get the jump on that and, and probably that's what Kirk, one of the reasoning one, probably one of the reasons for that was that but it might be because of this too that they knew this report was coming out and it was going to make the Department of Defense look terrible with regard to its policies on tracking UAP uh, actually, Ross Coltart uh, on Twitter said uh, called it a damning admission with, with respect to the uh, comment from the inspector general that's saying that the Department of Defense has no overarching UAP policy and lacks assurance that national security and flight safety threats to the U.S. from UAP have been identified and mitigated. 
Uh, and then if you if you go to the uh, actual report, it gives you a historical background, which I thought was interesting. And then it has later on toward the end, it gives you the uh, 11 recommendations that the uh, inspector general was given to the Department of Defense to make its uh, UAP uh, investigative investigating policies uh, improved. Uh, but anyway, it says here with the histo- with regard to the historical background, it says over the past decades, the Department of Defense has initiated infrequent and inconclusive efforts to identify and understand the origin, capabilities, and intent of unidentified aerial phenomena. Military pilots have historically reported many of the reported UAP sightings. Also, the Air Force and Navy have been at the forefront of developing policies, procedures, and mechanisms for reporting UAP. In fact, the Department of Defense has relied heavily on the services and components to detect, report, collect, analyze, and identify UAP since the 1940s. The DOD's first official UAP-focused activities occurred in December 1947 when the Air Force Chief of Staff established projects signed to investigate the first recorded observations of UFOs. From 1947 to 1949, Air Force personnel investigated 243 reported UAP sightings. In 1952, the U.S. Air Force Director of Intelligence initiated Project Blue Book to investigate unidentified flying objects. I just want to stop there for a minute. It's interesting that they don't mention anything about Project Grudge, which was sandwiched in between those two programs. You know, first you had Project Sign, which... Uh, you know, they, they came, people that were working with Sign came to the conclusion that it was interplanetary. Uh, the higher ups didn't like that. And they said, no, we, we're not going to, we're not going to go with this. We, we don't like this. They actually, they, uh, they developed this report called, uh, that it was called the estimate of the situation. And in it, they, they said it, they thought it was interplanetary, that these things, the explanation for them is that it's extraterrestrial. But the uh, upper, higher ups in the uh, Department of Defense didn't like that, and they and, and soon Project Sign came to an end, and it was replaced with Project Grudge, which was an effort to try to debunk it. But that didn't work out because uh, by 1952 you had all of these UFOs showing up over Washington, and that was when uh, Project Blue Book pretty much started. Uh, and it says here, between 1952 and 1969, Air Force personnel investigated over 12,000 reported sightings. The Department of Defense did not officially look at UAP again until mid-2000, when select members of Congress initiated and funded a program to study UAP called the Advanced Aerospace Weapon Systems Applications Program. That's OSAP, under the direction of the Defense Intelligence Agencies. Now, let me just stop and think about how ridiculous that is. So they, they're looking at them all the way up until 1969, and, and then Nothing all the way until the mid 2000s until we get OSAP, uh, and there, there's no program to try to coordinate uh, the investigations in the UAP all that time. I, I'm just going to stop here for a second because this is something I've talked about in the past, and the re- and, and the reason that it is uncoordinated is because. Uh, they, they don't know. They, they don't know how to deal with this. I mean, I, I believe this is that the Air Force wanted to get out of uh, investigating UFOs back in the '60s, and that's you know that led to the uh, the Condon Committee and and all of that stuff. The Air Force put up the money to have this group of scientists study it, and then uh, but unfortunately, it was led by this guy at the University of Colorado named Edward Condon, and he came to the conclusion that there's no uh, reason to uh, f- to scientifically re- research 
research UFOs, and that gave the uh, the Air Force uh, the, the the what they needed to finally close Blue Book and forget about investigating UFOs. That's because they don't know what they're. How could they? How could you? How, what could you do about this? You can't do it. They can't do anything about it. They're they're just uh, they're outclassed when it comes to this technology wise by these beings that are here. Uh, the the the, uh, the secret control group and all they're they're concerned about trying to uh, retrieve uh, the some of the crashed uh, UFOs that and and rever- try to reverse engineer them. That's fine, but as for, for the rest of it, the ones that are out there flying around, the Department of Defense they can't do anything about that. So that's why they wanted to get out of this. And so, well, well, what what could they do? We're dealing with a technology that it's who knows how many uh, years advanced more advanced it is than what we have here now. I mean, if it's 100,000 years more advanced than, than what we have, then there's nothing that they could do about it. And that's one of the reasons why they don't want to talk about it. They want to keep this a secret, see if they could try to figure it out, how, how these things work, see if they could duplicate it secretly uh, and use it as a, at, for weapons. But at, at the same time, they don't want to talk about this publicly because it's like we, we can't do anything about it because they can't. How, what could they do about it? They can't do anything about these these visitors. No, the, the kind of technology, the, the best jet fighters that we have are going to be useless for the most part against any of these uh, any of these craft that these extraterrestrials are flying around. And so uh, that's why there is no well, what, there's, it's, to them, to people in the Pentagon. It's like, why, why waste our time tracking these things or doing anything with them? Because we we can't do anything about it anyway they're flying circles around us and there's nothing we could do about it and we can't we don't want to talk about it to the public because for one thing we're trying to reverse engineer some of the recovered craft that we have and secondly we uh, uh don't we don't want to uh uh T- t- talk to them about this because we, we're, we're completely impotent when it comes to that. We, we have no we there's nothing we have no response to this we there's nothing we could do about it so we don't want to t- let them know that uh, we're completely we have we have no power against these these visitors. We can't do anything about it. So we can't we don't want to say anything about that. And we don't want to waste our time tracking these things, reporting them for what? Because they're, they're, these things are so beyond our pay grade, we can't do anything about it anyway. So that's what I think has been going on, and I think that's why they don't really care about trying to investigate them. And they're not. What are they going to do? How are they going to prevent them from getting in the way of our jet fighters? What What are we going to do about it? Nothing. What's the point in even reporting on them if, from their point of view? What? Why even co- collect reports? Well, what's the point? Uh, we they're just so far ahead of us technologically that we we have no chance against them. We there's nothing we can do about it. So we just gotta. Just live with them, and hopefully nothing happens. That's the, from the, I think that's what they're the, how they view this uh, internally. Uh, anyway, it says here I'm going to continue with this uh, historical um, the the, histor- the historical background on this. Where it continues here, it says uh, since then the DoD has attempted to establish several programs since the mid 2000s. They uh, attempted to establish several programs for co- coordinating Department of Defense-wide UAP reporting. However, none of the programs were ever fully implemented. In 2020, as a result of increased concerns of flight crew safety, national security, and adversary technology advances, Congress directed the Department of Defense through the fiscal year 2022 National Defense Authorization Act to develop, fund, and staff a formal in- formal interagency entity to study, collect data, and report on UAP. On July 20th, 2022, the DOD established the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office to, to be that entity. Chapter 6, Title 10 of the United States Code establishes the authorities of combatant com- commanders who are responsible for detecting, deterring, and preventing threats and attacks 
against the U.S. and its territories, possessions, and bases. After a review of the laws, policies, and guidance issued by Congress, the DOD, and other federal agencies, we determined that while the services and components have an important role to play, the combatant commands would be the logical organizations to detect, report, collect, and identify UAP incidents to Arrow. Uh, but yeah, again, though, the bottom line is, is that it was determined that the, it's uncoordinated. All of this study is uncoordinated. And I, I think it's because the Department of Defense, a long time ago, uh, they, they were tired of, of investigating these things and looking into them because there was always dead ends for them because this technology that we're dealing with that, for, that these extraterrestrials possess is just way beyond anything that we have here. So how are we supposed to do anything with it? I think that's what, what, what their, their feeling is. Uh, meanwhile, of course, I still believe that uh, behind the scenes, you know, they, they are most certainly reverse engine, trying to reverse engineer recovered craft. And, and that's, you know, that th these are the reasons for the cover up. And this is why they don't want to talk about it. And this is also why you see this report, you, you, you know, basically Arrow has not done anything. Uh, Arrow's part of the problem here, too, obviously. Kirkpatrick, it's starting to look like he it sounds like he might have been fired and not just resigned. He might have been forced to resign. Uh, that's that's some people are saying that now on the internet. I well, we probably never know for sure, but regardless, Arrow's done a terrible job. They didn't live up to uh, expectations, and now uh, we're we are where we are now. But anyway, here's an article from Politico. It says the Defense Department's effort to identify UFOs is uncoordinated and could have overlooked threats to the U.S., according to an unclassified version of a report from the Pentagon's internal watchdog released Thursday. In the report. Originally released last August, but containing classified sections, the DOD's Inspector General reviewed the department's policies and procedures for detecting, reporting, and analyzing UFO reports that have flooded the department in recent years. After an investigation, the IG found that the Defense Department doesn't have a coordinated approach, has developed varying processes for collecting and analyzing UFO reports, and has largely excluded regional military commands, which are responsible for detecting and deterring threats against the U.S. in developing policies. So basically, they've been just lazy about this, too. And here's a direct quote. It says, we determined that the DOD has no overarching UAP policy, and as a result, it lacks assurance that the national security and flight safety threats to the U.S. from UAP have been identified and mitigated. Uh, it says here the UFO issue flared up last year after a highly anticipated House hearing in which lawmakers bashed the Pentagon's lack of transparency about how it has how it was handling reports. The unclassified IG report was released given the significant public interest, according to a press release. According to the report, DOD officials who spoke with the IG said they had been waiting for comprehensive guidance from leaders before developing their own strategies. Uh, the inspector general found that the Pentagon's response to UFO incidents is uncoordinated and concentrated within each military department. The Defense Department has attempted to address concerns from those who have reported UFO sightings, unveiling a secure form in October that service members and government employees can use to report findings of the phenomena to a government office. In the report, DOD offices largely agreed with, an, with, a, with or addressed recommendations from the inspector general. So I guess the bottom line is they're doing a bad job. Uh, that's all we got to say about this. Uh, the, the Inspector General for the Department of Defense. Now, this guy is different than the other, the Inspector General for the intelligence community. Uh, uh, but it's they're saying basically here that we looked at it. They're doing a terrible job. And uh, it, it's uncoordinated. 
and I, and I tell you again, I believe that the, again the reason that it's uncoordinated is because the, the, we're just outclassed. Our our the mil, any military in this world is just completely, for the most part, outclassed by these extraterrestrial presence and and their toys, uh, because they got better things than we got, and we can't. There's nothing we could do about it. They're just smarter than we are. They've been around a lot longer. They're obviously way more technologically advanced than we are. So, uh, I believe that it's the the military uh, all these years. Is, they just there's nothing they could do about it. So that's why they don't want to waste. They they feel like they're wasting their time. They wanted to get out of it, you know, a long time ago. You know, 1969 they finally achieved that, and they wanted to stay out of it. But again, as this report states. There was uh, the formation of OSAP in the 2000s. Still, we the Air Force really didn't really the Air Force. None of these, no, nobody in the department, no, uh, uh, not, neither the Air Force, the Navy, none of these uh, uh, groups within the Department of Defense was really interested in, in doing anything about UAP. Because again, the reason is is they can't. Well, there's nothing they can do about it, and that's they wanted. That's why they wanted to get out of this business in the first place. I mean, you look back. Before, uh, during, for instance, like during Project Blue Book, where where things would happen, and then the Air Force people from the Air Force, like uh, uh, the scientific with their scientific consultant J. Allen Hynek, would show up and investigate, and you know, just to just to appease the public. That's all that was. It was just public relations. But the Air Force was sick of doing that. Sick of having to try to answer questions about things they had no power over. That's what it boils down to. It's like those 1966 Michigan uh, UFO sightings. Uh, Multiple people saw craft, but then Heineck comes in. He's basically told by the uh, he, by the by his uh, handlers that hey, you got to come up with some excuse and uh, to, to tell them the the you know so they uh, stop talking about this. So he t- he he says swamp gas. And, and that's that's because what else are they going to say? They're going to say, well, they're going to say, oh yeah, well, obviously it looks like it was uh, some craft op- operated by extraterrestrials from another world, and there's nothing we can do about it. They don't want to have to say stuff like that, and that's why they wanted to get out of investigating these things in the first place. Now, uh, in recent years, uh, they've been uh, there's been different programs, including right up to this point, Arrow doing a poor job saying that there's nothing to this they can't find anything to it because again there's some of the stuff they're never going to get answers for because they're not they're they're incapable of but they know they know what it is they know what the answer is (laughs) they know that it's extraterrestrial and that's what the problem is for them i mean just think of this um if if like say for instance the 1973 Pascagoula incident, uh, say that had been say that Charles Hickson and Calvin Parker, those guys, you know, they're fishing off this pier in, in uh, Pascagoula, Mississippi, on the Pascagoula River back in 1973 one evening, and uh, some sort of a weird craft lands behind them. They get abducted by these robot-like aliens, brought into some, brought into the ship, examined, and then let uh, back, let loose again, right? Uh, the Air Force, the, you know, by 1973, Blue Book is closed. They're not going to investigate something like that. That's They don't do that anymore. We don't investigate UFO sightings. But let's just say that uh, instead of a, some weird craft with alien beings coming out, let's say it was, a, say instead of that, say it was a, a, a jet, a fighter jet with the CCCP uh, in, uh, written on the side of it. It was from Russia, it was from the Soviet Union, and landed behind them, and, and a couple of uh, Ruskies got at, get out and, and dragged them into, some, into, the, into their uh, craft and, and beat the hell out of them and then put them back on the pier again and then flew off in their jet. Say that happened. 
uh, then it'd be a different story because now that's something our uh, Department of Defense would be able to deal with. Hey, this is Russia. They're coming into our country and, and doing things to our citizens. We got to do something about this. There would have been press conferences. There would have been, we probably would have been World War Three. But when, but because it's extraterrestrial, it's something that's beyond anything that they can handle. They just pretend that it's, well, we don't do that. We don't want to look into that anymore. Uh, like when Project Blue Book was uh, still going on, and you had things that happened like uh, the 1964 Socorro, New Mexico incident involving Lonnie Zamora. That was investigated by the Blue Book team. Uh, the Air Force never had any kind of answers for it. They said it, it was basically unexplained. Uh, and they wished they would have had an answer for it, but they just had to say, we just don't know what to say about it. We don't know what it is. Uh, and that's they, they, they closed the book on it then. Uh, but they investigated it, but it was something, but it was a, a craft that, that didn't conform with any known craft, that any man-made craft, some egg-shaped craft that had some symbol on the side of it that, uh, that didn't uh, conform with any other uh, country on this earth that we're aware of. Uh, and it takes off. It doesn't make any sound. But they, there's no World War III after it. Now, let's say it say it had a, uh, some Russian writing on the side of that craft. And say a couple of Russians got out and, and was were walking around the desert. And that's what Lonnie Zamora saw. It would be a different story. Then that would be something they could handle. Uh, that's more, in their, in, in, that's more uh, down to earth to them. Uh, that, that they could deal with something like that, but they can't deal with what's going on here. They just can't. And what, what's the point from their point of view in, in, in investigating this or trying to mitigate concerns about crashing into them? Because that's out of our control. It's beyond their control. That We have no control over these uh, flying craft that's operated by non-human intelligences. So why even bother? We'll go pick them up when they crash and we'll bring them back and try to see if we could duplicate them. We'll do that, but that's about it. We can't. We can't do anything else. That's what's going on. That's why it's uncoordinated. It's a waste of their time in their in their viewpoint because they already know. They already know what we're dealing with. They know that it's extraterrestrial. They know it's beyond anything that we have, and that's the issue here. That's why it's uncoordinated, and that's why they're not interested in wasting time and resources and keep cataloging cataloging uh, cataloging these things and 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 trying to analyze them or waste any time whatsoever on it because it's be, it's like to them is from their point of view it's like trying to analyze uh, uh, bees and a, a, a killer bees some, from some uh, that that might be loose in, in, in some state somewhere I, anything like that so beyond their it's something that they don't deal with they just can't deal with this it's beyond them so that's that's what the problem is here, uh, but it's nice to see uh, that uh, we had we do have uh, uh, this inspector general pretty much uh, scolding them, scolding the Department of Defense. Basically, you're you're not doing anything. It's you're, you're uncoordinated with this, and you need to make some improvements. Again, they they, they did provide in the uh, full uh, uh, report you see in the bottom. They they provide uh, uh, the listing of eleven different things that they could do to try to. Uh, the different recommendations that they could do to try to make improvements, but uh, I'll leave the link here so you can check it all out. It's pretty lengthy, um, but uh, again, uh, this is where we're at with this, and this is why uh, uh, the re the reason it's concordant because they're just to them as far as they're concerned, it's it's 
this technology that, that that we're dealing with it's from another world and we we don't know what they're going to do we don't know where when they're going to show up where they're going to show up what we need to do to to avoid crashing into them or f- avoid having them crash into us i mean what are they going to do about it there's nothing they could do about it that's the problem and that's why they don't that's why it's uncoordinated there's no point if, from their viewpoint they already know they know what they were dealing with and there's nothing they could do about it Anyway, uh, I want to uh, talk about the two most recent uh, Spotify polls that I've uh, conducted. Um, for the episode, Kirkpatrick Continues UFO Disinformation Tour slash Wikipedia UFO Debunker Conspiracy Update, I asked this question. Does the UFO community need to establish its own secret cabal in order to keep UFO articles on Wikipedia fair and balanced? Uh, 58 votes so far, uh, 13 people or 22.4% say no, while 45 people or 77.6% say yes. Uh, of course, what we're talking about here is uh, the recent uh, res- revelations from Rob Heatherly of Military Witnesses to UAP that the, there's this secret cabal of UFO debunkers who are controlling the narrat- the UFO narrative on various UFO uh, pages on Wikipedia, and uh, I, I think I put, said during you know the last couple episodes uh, podcast that uh, I think that what we need to do is we the UFO community is going to have to put its own cabal together to fight this. Basically, the way it works is on Wikipedia. Uh, if, if there's an article on Wikipedia uh, on any UFO topic. Uh, the way this secret cabal of debunkers is operating, they they hold a majority rule over what gets pu- uh, published on that page and what doesn't get published. So what I'm saying is that we need to have a a, a, a group of UFO uh, people people who are interested in this subject and people who think that the, the what the debunkers is saying is wrong to present the other side of that story on on Wikipedia by creating our own cabal where we where we have uh, you know we could. Uh, outnumber the debunkers uh, cabal and that that's and so a lot of people are most people here are saying yes so i'm uh, i'm almost certainly in favor of that i think that's probably what we'll have to do i don't know what else we could do actually i really don't know what else you could do so yeah i agree with the majority on that one and then for the episode melon elizondo slapped back at Kirk, kirkpatrick slash niagara falls men in black case revisit it i asked this question uh, who or what is mostly responsible for the numerous strange men in black encounter stories? Uh, one person or 3% say hoaxers. Four people or 12.1% say extraterrestrials NHI. Uh, eight people or 24.2% say other, while the majority, 20 people or 60.6% say government agents. So most people say it's government agents that are responsible for men in black encounters. Um I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I have to. I think I'm going to have to go with uh, the extraterrestrials one. That's what I believe. Uh, in a lot of these weird cases, some of the most weirdest cases, in fact, out there, uh, I don't know if they are government agents. I think they they actually could be extraterrestrials. I, I, I that's my feeling on some of them. Not all of them. I think sometimes it is government agents. But I would I would probably. I, I would probably say probably 50% of the times it's extraterrestrials uh, based on the, the stories that you've, we've heard over the years. The, the appearance of these, of these guys, uh, they don't look human, they don't act human, and I don't, I'm not sure if these are government agents. I, I, don't, I, I, just, I, I, I think it might be something different than that. I think it's 
extraterrestrial goon squad. That's what I think it's uh, probably. Uh, that's that's my opinion. Doesn't make me right though. Uh, anyway, I want to say thank you all for joining me. Until next time. <laughs>